Hey man, grab a slice. Get your gun. We'll watch some movies. We'll have some fun. It's pizza and guns and movies all night. Welcome to Pizza, Guns, and Movies with your hosts, Pat Dowell, Anthony Urso, and Jeff Dorico. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pizza, Guns, and Movies. Hey, kids, what are you doing in the basement down there? What are you kids watching? We don't know. The TV's all fuzzy. Don't come down here, Mom. I think I see a nipple. Ooh, there's, there's at least four nipples per sex scene. <laughs> That's a good trade-off because yes. today... Urso and I got bold and watched... The 2020 Polish erotic thriller drama? 365 days or... Oh my god. <laughs> because That's, that really that sums it up. <laughs> That's about all you can say about it. Mm-hmm. For those of you who aren't in the know, um 365 days like I said it's a Netflix film. It came out during the pandemic and um it is still maintaining a zero on Rotten Tomatoes, going strong, which is really unbelievable. When you think about it, that a but but like it's because it's problematic because of all the kidnapping, but I, it's like you know. Mm-hmm. So it it is so. Oh my god, that's what I mean. It, it's like I can believe that it still maintains a zero. <laughs> <laughs> but why? I think like it's two hours of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> well, you've got to get it back. You've got to just make up for it somewhere else because, you know, I mean, he gave her 365 days. He's only asking you for two hours. That's true. But, you know, that, that's she, the way that goes. She theoretically had to live in his care for in 365 his, in days. His fucking Dracula castle. I'm going to get to the whole. <laughs> yes. I, I've got so much to say about his manly this. embrace. His manly embrace. But so this is a Polish film that is uh, kind of like Poland's answer to Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. um, also based on a book trilogy by Blanka Lipinska, who so also directed it. She was one of the directors? Yeah, she directed it. Oh, nice. I had read that. She plays the bride in the scene where oh, they go cool. to that wedding. No, it's Barbara Biwarz and Tomasz Mandis. I'm oh, not gonna... then the writer. Okay. Uh, my bad. When I was looking it up, the writer was in the movie, but she didn't direct the movie. I'm an oh. asshole. Well, she was a great bride. She was. That was one of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. So much. But so it's about um, this woman, Laura. Laura! Who is like a business executive. A business woman? Yeah, no. But she gets kidnapped by Massimo, this this hunk of 
Italian beef. He really is. If he was an Italian beef sub, dipped. Yeah, for sure. Definitely you're, you're, you're baptizing that thing. That's right. But um, he kidnaps her um, because he saw her when he got shot through his dad getting shot. And uh, he was like, Lara! So, yeah, that sequence was uh, yeah. an opener. That, that's how it started. We, but, but before we get into <laughs> oh, just my the... No, no, no. There's already... Like, the thing is, it's impossible to not just vomit words about this. That's true. Because what happened was, my introduction to it was my friend, and this episode is dedicated to you, Brian, but my buddy... Uh, texted me out of the blue when I was just starting a uh, a Stanley Kubrick marathon. Mm -hmm. And he was like, this was in June, so it was a few months after it came out. And uh, he was like, have you seen 365 Days yet? And I just said, nope. And he said, drop everything you're doing and watch this movie. And I said, yep. And I turned it on, and I was like, okay, man, I'm turning it on. And he said, text me when you get to the airplane scene, which we will get to. Mm. What's hilarious about it is I thought it was going to be, like, you know, something else. Yeah. And then that happens, and it just, I mean, talk about hook, line, and stinker. Ew. So uh, this movie, uh, uh, it stars, I don't know if it's pronounced Michelle or Michael, Maroney, who uh, became an actor because he saw Harry Potter at age 11, um, which is weird. Believe it or not, he went to acting academies. Really? I know. It, I mean, I don't... I'm, okay, he's not a bad actor by any means. Well, but he's not a good actor he's either. He's not a good one. <laughs> he's le- yeah, he's like the guy that, like, it, it, if it was a baseball movie, his acting skill would want to talk up the young kid, teach him the ways. Yep. But, yeah, he went to acting school. He's a musician. His music is featured in the film Silky Voice. Mm. He sings the beginning song, and then the song that gets played after the the the... The board meetings. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. So he also is a fashion designer, and uh, it's specifically women's swimwear. Oh. And then I'm going to butcher every Polish name, so I'm glad this is kind of the last one I'm going to say. But uh, he, it co-stars uh, Anna Maria Szekluska. Szeklu- <sighs> Fuck it, whatever. Just, it's Laura. Laura! <laughs> so... Every time I see this movie, I fall in love with it all over again. Uh, so, you know, I stopped, I, st- I, I looked it up in my date book and I stopped at, um, I watched a documentary about Stanley Kubrick, but then it was, uh, it was 365 days and then the next movie was like Pads of Glory. Or something like that. So, I mean, it was stiff competition for a follow-up. But, uh... Yeah. (laughs) This is seriously, sincerely my favorite movie of 2020. It was a pandemic year, but everything else, The Father, no. (laughs) Uh, Minari, no. All the the other ones, I can't even remember. I was going to say, I don't remember what what even came out in 2020. Parasite? 
<laughs> no, Parasite was. Uh, let's not even talk about before the pandemic. But anyway, it's pre-pandemic. Um, yeah, I the very first time I saw this movie, absolutely loved it, mm. and uh, I I found out it was uh, it was a week ago was the very first time I ever watched it since June 15th of 2020 until now. I, I'm pretty sure I've watched it like nine times. It, it is my favorite. I, I mean, I get that you shouldn't be all about a movie that like centers around a, a, a kidnapping, um, but you you got to love this movie. So there's nothing to go into in terms of production, Mm-hmm. There's nothing to talk about in terms of history. There's a couple of books. I got the first one. I didn't read it. I was going to say, have you read through no. it in 65 days? <laughs> no, I have not. I imagine it's not good. But I also haven't even looked at it since it came in because it's, it just keeps on steaming up my bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's a good bathroom read, I'd say. Oh, God. That is get... a real good bathroom oh, read. man. You got to be letting one out to let this <laughs> one in. Also, just a warning up top, we are going to be talking about sex a lot. Um, so, yeah, just, just, just a forewarning. So our film opens up. You hear Michael Marone's beautiful song, Hard For Me, which is kind of funny <laughs> that is for a, a good, title. That's a good title. So, but it's like, I want you to know. It's beautiful. <laughs> and um, we're on the island of Lampedusa. Um, in a t- in like a tower, hmm. but not really. It's like a squat tower. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I imagine was like the very first White Castle. <laughs> it does look like a White Castle. And so the Sicilian mob family, the Torricellis, are like they're having their meeting up there. Massimo's standing in the background, looking at chicks with binoculars which just seems like it is kind of like hey man i know these criminals are talking about selling us little girls and letting me keep one for free but you got to keep your head in the game we're almost at break time yeah and um it's the first time in the movie that the characters who are uh or, or rather the character who is a kidnapper looks down on human traffickers. And it's like a thing where I'm not, I, I'm not saying kidnapping one woman. Right. It equates you know what I to mean. human trafficking. Yeah, no, it's not. But he, he is a kidnapper he, later on. And he really, yeah, he does definitely look his nose down. Yeah. He is kind of taking a peek mm-hmm. and Laura's just on the rocks spinning. <laughs> Just spinning in a circle, thinking, I hope I, a, a mobster is I watching me with binoculars. No one kidnaps me. <laughs> I'm kidnapped free for 28 <laughs> days. Hooray. Hooray. I love being kidnapped free. But then um, as the father is, uh, is kind of gumming up and being like, you're going to take over my business. You're going to take over all the borrows on this side of the Atlantic Ocean. You will kick Mark Giovanni out of your Zabaro for cussing you out for making him sick. Not because he ate a stromboli there every shift that he worked. I mean, yeah, that, you're kind of playing Russian he roulette. He was asking with your, for yeah, it. Yeah, you're playing <laughs> Russian roulette with your butthole there. Anyway. But, um, so... You know, he's like, you got to take But he's like, he's like, seriously, though, seriously. 
<laughs> you got to start taking care of our business because one day you're going to get one day you're going to take over. And instead of giving us any sort of relationship build up or anything, he just gets shot, <laughs> shot and and like shot through the heart. And it was too late. It was very late. He was dead like that. The fake blood looked like shit, like dog shit, like dookie. Duke, like Green Day's Dookie. Yeah. That and, album. Yeah. And so it's, you could see the newspaper bits. You can see all that shit. It's like, it's like really just bad. It kind of reminds me of like a student film at that point, but mm-hmm. it is a million dollar budget <laughs> movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Massimo gets shot like in the, in the stomach. They never really show a scar or anything. And he just kind of mentions it. Yeah. And his, well, <laughs> No, they they didn't. They show us. He showed Lara his scar, and she was like, oh. "No, those were bruises from the gang oh. war." But we have to we have to rewind I because this is before it gets. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But so, I did a little bit of mm-hmm. forensics because okay. when we were looking at Lampa, Lampedusa, Lampedusa. I don't know how to pronounce it. Sorry, Lamp Town. We're Lamp. looking at Lamp Town. Lamp Town, and um. It's like you you notice that it's very flat. They kind of establish that when the guard's going through, but he gets like shot on like a straight angle. And so I looked up the highest elevation because I was high and I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. But um, the highest elevation is only 52 feet. <laughs> and it seems like they were at the highest point, <laughs> not the shooter. So that just didn't make any sense. And then... Well, there had to have been a second shooter. Uh, oh. We solved a couple of mysteries. <laughs> who shot JFK? Who shot Ma- Massimo's dad? Mr. Massimo. <laughs> Mr. Massimo. And so begins the origin story of Chef Boyardee. No. Dun, so, dun. Begin, so begins 365 days. So they're playing that song again. It's five years later. Oh. I, I did the math. It is... It is a, it is a couple thousand, but anyway. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> oh man, that was a little whoopsie. But um, so five years later, and Massimo is in a board meeting, and he's so bored. He is bored in that meeting. Yep, he's in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Everyone is clearly American, yep. especially the guy leading the meeting. Who is like, why don't you please sit down? He seriously <laughs> sounds like James Earl Jones. It's crazy. <laughs> like he's like, at one point, you know, at the end, he's like, this meeting is over. But meanwhile, <laughs> in Warsaw. This meeting is over. No, you have compromising pictures of me with Yoda. <laughs> but um, the... Uh, Laura is having a meeting and um, her boss walks in. He's mad. One of her coworkers is mocking her. And then the coworker says, that you bitch. need to, you need to have, uh, you need to have balls to do this job. You need to have balls to do this job. What is her job? I don't know. What I thought she it? was like a social media influencer. And then like, I realized like, I've seen she's, executive nah. Hotel manager, you're now a social media person. 
I um, think it is hotel manager. Maybe she drives say, an Uber. <laughs> I want to say I read it was hotel manager. But yeah, no, it's something to do with hotels because yeah. she's t- she definitely says overbooked, so you know <gasps> it's about hotels. That's for the hotel purists out there, and they're like, whoa, they did their research. That's a big win, Blanca. But um, so Massimo is trying to get his family's assets back because it's like a stock firm or something. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it is. Is it's like it, it is seems that they're like, like they're just like cover. It's a, it, this yeah. is a business. That's their it's cover a business. business. They're a stock firm. <laughs> yeah, but that's the other thing about the executive meeting, though, is it's the same thing. It's like oh, we're we're executives. We're a business. <laughs> we're a business. So uh, Massimo blackmails everybody. I really wonder what that one lady did because he singles her out. He's no. like, what would your husband think? <gasps> and she's like, oh, I'm clearly American. <laughs> um, I wonder if uh, that sex. They might have. I, I just don't know who she had sex with. I just wish it was something where it was just kind of like a social like faux pas. Right. Like, like she spilled her beer at a party. Yeah. yeah. Or it's just like, oh my God, how could you have done this? And then Laura, like tough as nails, stands up to her boss who reminds me, um, think of it this way. If the, the, the bad guy from Kingpin okay. was played by Joel Edgerton, <laughs> that, that's what that guy reminded me of. And he was a great actor, yeah. not Joel Edgerton. He sucks. But um, the, this guy, because he's when he says how dramatic pause, the fuck <laughs> did this happen? <laughs> was like, he that mad that they were overbooked? I really don't know. Because honestly, so like, what, what is this, a Sandals Resort? Like, who's going to no, get upset? I, I don't understand how the hotels work in Poland, I, I guess. You know, but so she does well in her meeting. He blackmails the whole board right, group the whole or whatever. And uh, after he blackmails them, they're playing, like, sensitive music. It's back to mm-hmm. the hard for me. So that's a song that's like, I want you to know I took a picture of your butthole Putting it on the internet If I don't get my family's assets I just came up with that right that's now. That's good. I yeah. thought those were the actual lyrics. That's probably about as hard as he worked <laughs> on the lyrics. Because it really is. It's that millennial whine. It's yeah. the same thing as how, like, the country voice has a whine. But, like, the yes. millennial whine. But, um, so then you'll notice when he's in a car and then she's in a different car. <gasps> Different. I honestly thought they were in the same car. That would be very very big car because she's in (laughs) Warsaw and he's in San Francisco. And you'll notice that the way it's edited is that they're on a collision course because art there. Number one reason it's a great movie. It is very. It's not that the editing is so clunky that it literally makes me want to vomit more than watching like an anime seizure movie. (laughs) Like it's just so like it's so disorienting. And this is before anything even happens. They're just riding in a car, and you're like, oh, my God. So she sends that, that like, promiscuous little, ooh, I'm showing the top of my titties to uh, whom I'm assuming is Martin. Ugh. Her dumb boyfriend. <laughs> boyfriend <laughs> is such an idiot. Yeah, I want to smack his bald head. I hated but, him. So, so uh, you know, they're hanging out. They're doing their thing. 
And uh, Anna, Anna, Massimo's Anna, Massimo's Anna, Massimo's first lover. Yes. Ugh. Being she's a real, also the worst. She needs like a copy of that book. She's he's just not that into you. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, come back to me. Oof. I don't know what country I'm from. I think I might be Italian. Ooh. But um. So he's like, he's like, nah. That's not. Yeah, what he really to. is like, nah. And then, like you know, Laura walks into her apartment. Laura, she is, she is just very like she wants to get it. Mm-hmm. Martin's right there. Mm-hmm. He's listening to I think the song that's playing. Yeah, and um, he loves it. Um, and then uh, he rejects her, and then we get we, ten minutes in. We get to the infamous airplane scene. We do. Ten minutes in, Mm -hmm. infamous scene. You add those two together. You've got, it's going to be interesting because Massimo is on the plane and he's kind of pissed off. Like he's like kind of longing. And he says, you want to know what would cheer me up is performing a sex act in front of my business partners. Mm -hmm. Or, well, I guess I'll go behind the curtain. I don't want to. I guess I'll go into coach to do those guys are very chill friends they really are to sit through that because what happens is massimo follows the air stewardess in and uh starts like touching her lips with his thumb like she like he's trying to like clean a piece of something off his Mm. uh, and she's very not sexy yeah i know this whole thing (laughs) isn't because then he makes her sit down and just commences the very first moment where you go, oh, my God, because it is the most graphic BJ scene, <laughs> like this side of like porno. Yeah. Like, so I, I want to mention Red Shoe Diaries because I looked up the theme song because I was curious and it's a tango. And yeah. I think that's kind of lame. I, yeah. I, I, w- I wanted it to be like, I wanted it to at least be jazz. I wanted but, it to be. Red shoe diaries <laughs> for you and me. But so he is just getting he's giving it to her mouth. Yeah, it, it is and it's something where it's like as you're watching it, it's kind of like riding a roller coaster because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like it's just so much is happening. But then meanwhile in Warsaw, Laura's getting hers with what I have heard is something where it's like a, a vacuum for the JJ, hmm. And so hmm. she's getting that. And a JJ vacuum. Um, Ladies, <laughs> do you feel unclean on your carpet? Use the JJ vacuum. But so they're both getting it. Uh, and they both finish at the same time. Cross the sea. Another connection. Art. Art. Beautiful. Um, but it is... Such a shock watching that because it, was. it goes from zero to a hundred so fast. It really this does. movie is if if an episode of Red Shoe Diaries was directed by like like John Frankenheimer or something <laughs> like that. Like it is so fucking intense. It is. And it is just like when he's doing it. You see it a couple times. His blowjob face is weird. Yeah. It's like very angry. 
He, kind he of is like, very angry. He morphs into kind of like an Abraham Lincoln face. Like he's just, he looks like he's on the penny because he's just going. <laughs> <laughs> that looks going. like a salamander for those of you who can't <laughs> see he's, he's just going, ooh, ooh, I love it, I love it, I love it. That's but like so, anytime he's having sex in this movie, though. So like that's his sex face. So the rumors are not true if you've heard that they actually had sex during the movie. Right. Oh, even though it looks like it, the Mar- no, they're just good actors. They're great actors. The, it was good acting at this point because she just is like sucking on a prosthetic. Um, but so, you know, he gets off the plane. Mm-hmm. He's like, that was a long business weekend. <laughs> Time for me to kick it. Laura's birthday comes up. She oh, goes yeah. to Sicily with Martine. Yes. And two friends who we only see for this like five minute stretch. And it's uh, a sandals resort. It is a sandals resort. <laughs> and so she is a, you know, they get there and, and Martine is being the worst boyfriend in a movie just, since like fucking midsummer. Just running around in his swim trunks, acting like he's like the king of the beach. Like he owns the damn place. <laughs> But so the night when he sings happy birthday to her, mm-hmm. Laura displays for the first time her, because she's like, oh, excuse me, I have to get up and, and go to the bathroom or something. She displays her, her um, uncanny ability to literally walk straight into trouble. Yeah. Like just like a, a shit magnet because mm-hmm. she's walking down there and it's night. But here's the thing. I think Massimo's a vampire because he Ooh. is I know we see him in daylight whatever. Right. You can break the rules in these movies because he she's like walking down this empty thing, like this empty row and then the camera just turns around and out of nowhere he's just standing there and he's like are you lost, little girl? And everybody's like, oh, because that's the like famous that's, catchphrase. Yeah, that's, that's where his, it came his from. Catchphrase. Yeah, no, the one that we all know. But um, so he does the are you lost, little girl? And it is. It's spicy. Instant connection. Like, it is just such a beautiful moment. And every time they get together, I just think. You know, why didn't he kidnap her sooner? Right. Like, why didn't he make this why happen wait sooner? five years? But, you know, so she's like, oh, that was mysterious. Who is that vampire man who just <laughs> appears and disappears? Because, like, is he, like, running away? Is he jumping and hiding behind a bush? How fast is he? he yeah. He's, he's, he's got to be a vampire. He's got to be a vampire. Just like, squeeze. <laughs> bad. <laughs> bad. Bad vampire. But so we go back. Uh, it, it's pool day because it is her birthday. Martine shows up. He saw something. And she gets <laughs> mad at him. Her friend, a couple times if you go back and rewatch it like I know you're going to, um, her friend keeps on doing this weird thing with her cell phone where it looks like she's taking a selfie, but then just like a regular video, like she can't decide what to do. I was getting so distracted by it. Unless um, she's doing a front facing camera video and then switching to the back camera. Oh, TikTok. Whoop. But um, so uh, she gets mad. 
she pushes Martine into the pool. It is impossible <laughs> for a scene when somebody falls or gets pushed into a pool not to go, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like it's like party time. Excellent. So, um, you know, and then she runs away. And again, just uncanny ability. I thought that they were at the hotel. How did she get so lost? How the fuck did she end up in like a Taylor Swift music video? Cause she's like tentatively sneaking around, like looking around. How, it, you're a hotel manager, right. aren't you? Or are you an executive? We don't know. She's an executive of fucking getting lost because she's an she executive gets executive of uh, wearing short skirts and he wears T-shirts. Why would you walk that far away in just right. a bikini? And it's not it's not anything like that because she does get kidnapped. I'm she not does. saying she was asking for it. No. The thing is, how do you get that lost? How how does it like get? That I I know what it is, Smoke Monster. Oh Oh, wait, that's that's the show Lost. But so she ends up getting kidnapped at this point, and she wakes up in Massimo's fucking vampire castle. (laughs) And and yeah, and they keep on filming the drone shot of it where they're like going around, and it always reminds me of like the way that they film like the house in the challenge. But it is literally a vampire castle. It is literally just this, like, dungeon, and she's running around looking at stuff, Mm -hmm. seemingly very calm, or is it her Terminator-like stiffness of acting? We can't tell. At this point, she hasn't found the rose under the glass that's keeping Massimo a vampire. You know, maybe that is what happens as we move along on their journey because so now uh she's walking around and he I'm so confused about like like how people know who Laura is and stuff like that true because there's a portrait of her mm-hmm. but there's no photographs like did he do it from memory did he get did he get hypnotized and they were like what do you see and he's like Laura Laura so You know, and she sees the painting and is like, what the fuck? First off, if I was in a mysterious castle and I saw a painting of myself, I'd be like, okay, that's pretty fucking dope. Like, do I I own this now? This is my house. Is this my house now? But so Massimo shows up again, vampire style. Mm -hmm. They clearly go 360 around the room, right? Mm -hmm. And she's looking around. And then it's just like, he's there. Poof. Are you lost, little girl? And everybody's like, yeah, we love this. We love this. And it's when he gives the weird proposition where he saw her on the beach the day his dad got shot. And he memorized her face. And he promised that he'd come and get her. Right? And he'd kind of like... Like just like be like, oh my god, I need I need her in my life, mm-hmm. and this is the biggest plot hole of the movie because what he says is like he sees her coming out of the airport, he kidnaps her while she's on vacation, this specific vacation, and says, I'm giving you 365 days. They did the thing where they they, they said the movie name, Wink. but um, they uh, you know they get so. He does the 365 days thing. Why didn't he just ask her out? 
No, she has to fall in love with him. But I guess he is a mobster. But that days. it just seems like he's really good looking. He's a singer. He's a he's a actor. He was he a designs, farmer at one point. He designs uh, clothes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But so it's like um, when Chef Ramsay shows up to a town and says, "I only have two days to fix your restaurant." <laughs> And you're like, but who who set this time period? Who, who set this, this time limit? Who did this? You set the time limit, Massimo. And then the the two assistants come in and interrupt this really intense interaction where he keeps on throwing her on chairs. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. like, excuse me, excuse me, we have something to take care of. And so Massimo goes into his fucking vampire dungeon where yep. a guy is tied to a giant stone wheel. Yep. Because he also is a human trafficker, um, again, to be looked down on by a kidnapper is very strange. But again, Laura wakes up, walks directly into trouble. She tries to sneak away. And what happens is she walks outside, and I think they're shooting the same human trafficker outside dead because it makes her faint. But the thing is, why didn't they kill him in the dungeon? You know right. what I'm saying? Why did they bring if him he up was, to the driveway? If he was and go like from there? splayed on a stone wheel, why wouldn't they have done something with that? I don't know. Like yeah, why didn't they smash him? They do a bunch of stuff like yeah. that. But she wakes up. He explains that she, that he was a bad guy, but then he's like, "But I need to. Uh, we need to get you more than that bikini." Shopping montage. Pretty woman. Yeah, it's awesome because it's like he's walking around with her and his two bodyguards, and they're just picking out clothes. And it's like the song's like, We're picking out clothes because I'm kidnapped by mobsters. They have to bap, 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 bap. And, um,. Um, you know, first off, what is the staff thinking as this is going on? Is they're just like this woman who is clearly being held against her will. <laughs> right. Is being ushered around by these like thugs. And they're trying to do this thing where it's like, these guys are fish out of water. And it's like, they're, they're murderers and kidnappers. We don't want to laugh. But of course, Massimo crosses a line. He says, I won't touch you inappropriately. And he touches her inappropriately a lot throughout during the promise period, right? And she runs it's away. Because he's a sex addict. He is a sex addict. I guess that's what you can call it. Because he she runs away again. She's on the streets of Sicily. She finds two cops and she's like, Help me, help me. And they're like, Brigionolo, it could be And because they're they're basically useless. And then Massimo, I know it's daylight. But he shows up like a vampire again. It's like the fourth time that he's done it. So they keep on establishing that. But then, you know, are you lost, little girl? Woo! We go nuts again. And then, um, basically, he takes her out to dinner then. At the house, rather. He's not, like, taking her out to the Culver's. But they're sitting at a table that's next to that swimming pool, mm-hmm. and it's very, very bachelor chic. It actually, honestly, reminded me of a bunch of set pieces from uh, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. Um, the chef then serves them food, but is then just kind of like standing there for a few minutes as they eat, and he's be. like, he's like, you need oh. to teach me how to be soft. Guest, be, be a, a guest. guest. <laughs> <laughs> But so then after they eat, we kind of get our first taste of what's coming. Mm. Wink, wink, wink. Because she wakes up 
next to again just a slab of beef, right? Such a beefcake. And she takes off her clothes. We get to see Lara. Lara. Mm. Nude for the first time. Mm. Beautiful. Beautiful yeah. woman. Sorry, we're going to stop at that. But um, <laughs> she gets in the shower. And Massimo wakes up. And he sees her in the shower. And is like, uh? <laughs> And he gets up and he hops in the shower. And then he's explaining how they're going to Rome for business. 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 Whatever the fuck they do. And he's in the shower, and he's naked, and she gets a peek at little Massimo, but we shouldn't call him little Massimo because she's getting a good look. She Real. sees the ding She sees the ding and she's like, uh? Be. They both have our room. guest be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> they both got really nice butts, though. They do. I, they, I they wish really I had do. one of them. Uh. They wasted a lot of hot water. I wrote that down. But so <laughs> they, they like, they, that bathrooms, the I, shower I never beautiful. thought of it. It's, it is bigger than my house. Mm-hmm. It is huge. Mm-hmm. So um, they then are like, you're coming, you're coming with us on this business trip. You're coming you to like Rome. It. Coming to Rome. And then they have her in the private jet where he, uh, he got that crankity crank on the boobity boobs. And, uh, you know, she she travels like Hannibal Lecter. They have her tied up like that. I know that's the joke, but then he he takes a. They also have that chance. that uh, that muzzle on her too. Oh yeah, and she's like, <laughs> I'm going to eat that's not the true. ice cream yes. because there's a scene where she is eating ice cream now. Now I got to point it out. She's very lucky that they got it right the first time. Because literally everyone has a gun and is pretty trigger happy. You yeah. better believe she would have gotten shot in Rome for complaining mm-hmm. about her ice cream order. Right? That's so, right. Because she didn't get a twist. No, she didn't. But no. we get a twist here because Laura gets hey, to be sexy while she's eating ice cream. But it is just the least sexy thing because it is just like you're watching and it's like she's going to have like sticky lips and she's going to get brain freeze because she's eating that so So fast. fast. I hope they only got that in like one or two takes. Right. So, uh, we, uh, she gets into like, she's like a bad girl at this point and she gets into like fountain in Greece. Yeah. 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 She is a lot like do you think John Travolta kidnapped her? Yes. That's how Greece ends. Nice. John Travolta would not be getting a violent blowjob from a woman. <laughs> but um, no, nope, so, definitely not from a woman. So, but they're staying at a hotel, right? She, she feels bad for the jumping in the fountain incident mm-hmm. and the hitting on his cousin with the ice cream cone. And she goes, uh, you know, and visits him. Does the hotel have like a custom Massimo room? They have to. They they have to keep that year round, right? Yeah. Because it might just be like a condo building. Now they that need I a think vampire about, room. They need another vampire room. But this is like if Prince was a vampire, <laughs> because she goes in there to apologize, and he just takes it as another opportunity to show that dingling, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. But um, they're in this purple lit room and it gives this weird effect where it's reflecting off of him so his skin is really purple and he looks like sexy Thanos like he just like it's like so crazy how 
purple he is and how nobody was like, we might want to just tweak it a little bit because he straight up looks like Thanos about to get his <laughs> dick sucked because that's what happens again. We get our second blowjob scene in the movie where he uh, hooks her up to that contraption where mm-hmm. she's kind of like at his, like like uh, it, it clicks and the legs get bigger. Um not bigger. That's the dumbest Spread. thing. That's that's the stairmaster I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. But um so he goes, I'm going to show you what you're missing. And then he gets a blowjob from another woman. And it's like, what is she missing? Right. She has to do the work. Right. Not him. He she just gets to nothing. He gets to sit there looking like a fucking California raisin mm. next to that portrait of him with a lion. I have that same portrait hanging in yes. my house. Yes. We, we all do. Mm-hmm. Right next to my picture of JFK. And Velvet Elvis. And Velvet Elvis. <laughs> um, so, you know, and and the thing is, like, I don't want to make fun of him too much, but he does seem to finish pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so, man, he gets, a hard, like, they're playing, like, you can tell it's a hardcore BJ because they're playing, like, the guitar, and it's like, It's like a weird Prince music video the yeah, entire scene. This whole movie is music videos and commercials, yep. ba- basically. But so... Um, his hotel room has to smell so bad. Oh, I don't mean to surprise smells it, like. So, um, you know, they they go out then after that weird scene, and it's like we're going to a club, and she dresses all scantily she and does. is acting naughty. She and uh, and it's like I'm doing business, but they're not. They're just having fun. We're it at a strip club. I'm doing business. Yeah, they're baby. doing a bunch of coke. People are dancing to a song that is clearly not the song that's playing over them dancing. Exactly. Um, and they, uh, you know, it's it's just like Laura goes to kind of like flaunt her her stuff, mm-hmm. right? To show him and what she, he's missing. To show, yeah, to give it back. Mm-hmm. Which is actually missing something because again she has to do the fucking work, but again she she shows off her vampire skills a little bit because he goes down to the dance floor and then he looks up and she's upstairs after being downstairs for a second half vampire, but um so she then starts getting hit on by a mobster who, who gets a little handsy mm-hmm. and then Massimo pulls out both guns he's like get the fuck out of here and then we finally. We finally get to the boat scene. I looked up what type of yacht it was, and it was called the Baccarat. Oh. I thought that was kind of fun. Huh. So they, Laura wakes up on a boat. Um, Mario's yelling at Massimo. Right. And it, it's like, it's like they, they are talking about getting rid of the boat, getting rid of Laura. She wakes up, tries to apologize. He yells at her. She tries to walk to the bow. He keeps on going, where are you going? It's a boat. She can't really go anywhere. <laughs> but so she falls into the ocean. Oh, like it's like Tommy boy. And he jumps in and saves her. And this is when he's like, I can't imagine losing you. As they wake up in the little cubby thing. And she wakes up. And they do Arthur third blowjob of the mm-hmm. movie but it is followed by what can what can really only be described as the as the they live alleyway fight scene of erotica yeah. because they <laughs> just start fucking like it yeah. is just like 
bam, 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 going at it. Is Mario still on the boat? Because I'm pretty sure they fuck up and down. They go bow. They go stern. They're all over that boat. They go on the poop deck, probably. It's like if you've ever seen uh, Team America World Police. They're the puppets that fuck. Yes. No, it is the real life version. And it is just like you're watching. At one point, he dribbles some spit downstairs so he can... uh, can They actually told uh, one of the directors they had to cut that scene. They had to cut the spit. And she was like, no, actually, in Poland, we do that for our partners. And that's how they got it to stay in the movie. Oh. That sounds made up. It does sound <laughs> that sounds up. really made up because it's just but it's, like, oh. It's supposed to be like an act of love. I oh, guess, we always stick spit. our finger up our buttholes <laughs> in Poland. But so they're singing the song, I See Red. But so is it like a bunch of different fuck sessions or is it one long fuck session? I don't know if it's meant to be a montage of boat fucking, but there's a lot of boat fucking. There is so much boat fucking. It is great, though. Yeah. And when it ends, you are left with your hair all must. But and then you think they're actually doing it, but they're not. They're Because they're not just doing good it. actors. There was one of my favorite parts of watching it was like Anne was like, if you look real close, you could tell that, her, that his finger is up her butt at this point. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like, oh, if you look real close, you can see the cock sock. No, we can. Nope. <laughs> no way, man. This is Italy. But so then she wakes up wearing a hat and he's swimming and he's like, hey, we have to go to a ball because he's not a very good communicator. Like falling into a ball. And then she's mad because she doesn't have anything to wear. But don't worry. Montage. That was great. (laughs) Makeover montage. Yeah, the two. Uh, you guys the, nailed it. Thank the two, you. Thank you. The two. Uh, the two uh, guys show up and they help her get ready for a masquerade ball. Um, and then they just they start doing. They're trying to tell me it's a sexy tango. Yeah, sexy polka. Yeah, we're. In, we're I know it's Sicily, yeah. but we're in, we're in Poland at heart. And Laura, Laura, she is just remarkable. She, she is just dancing. She She's wearing a mask. But then it's like Anna walks up and it's just like, oh, my God. Everyone <laughs> hates running into their ex while you're with your mm-hmm. current partner. Mm-hmm. A little bit different when that person is like a murderous Stacy who just mm-hmm. cannot let go. No. And um, she's like, oh, I'll kill her. Pretty much, like, right off the bat. Like they, they do do the introductions, but right after, she's like, oh, this is my name. And it's like, we will kill her. <laughs> it's very weird. I know secrets that you don't know yet about Anna. Oh, God. Be ready for the sequel. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I don't want to hear shit. Sorry, I've been waiting. Se- I've been waiting at least 800 days. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> at so, least... So she, like, you know, understandably, if somebody was like, oh, she said she's going to kill you, I'd be like, whatever, bring it. Bitch. I want to die. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so she runs away and then um, she just takes another shower and it's a total bummer until Massimo oh, seriously five minutes after the boat scene gives it to her again, puts her on the sink, adds a little bit of extra steam. 
Yeah, it's good stuff. But then as soon as he finishes, as soon as he takes her breath away, um, he goes, you're going to Warsaw. I think that staying and going to Warsaw is the most indecent, uh, indecent proposal in the whole movie. Don't tell me shit from the fucking sequels. As I'm about to bring up my lips are sealed, who I find to be the most confounding (laughs) and confusing character in the whole movie. Cause Laura, she comes back to Warsaw. She was just starting to fall for Massimo. She's hurt. She's angry. She's lost. She looks up her best friend, Olga, who, what, what in God's name is going on there? Because, you know, like, it's kind of the thing where it's like, oh, I'm the one who tells it like it is. You shouldn't be dating a vampire. I'm the friend that doesn't like your vampire boyfriend. Yeah, you should he, break up with them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, he's a he's a mozzarella loving law. Because we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very he's a He's a greasy pizza boy. Yeah, she makes fun of him for being really a dad. It's like a little weird. But so... Uh, you know, at that point, she's kind of, you know, Laura has just been like kidnapped for almost a year and everyone was like, what the Hi, fuck I'm happened? Back. Yeah. And she was like, I'm back. And um, I fell in love. So she's giving the description, though, of how hot Massimo is. And again, mm-hmm. straight dude. Ooh, I want to just smack him in the belly mm-hmm. to see how hard it hurts. Mm-hmm. But um, he um, want to lather him up with butter. <laughs> I want to see if he can take a sock. Full of soap <laughs> right to the stomach. Right but the stomach. Um, so, you know, she's describing him. And then, uh, you know, Olga sarcastically goes, oh, you sound as if God created him. And se- or like, what about God? Did he or his dick? Did God create that? Mm-hmm. And then Laura saunters over, straddles her, Olga, mm-hmm. straddles Olga and goes, the devil made it, which is creepy. That sounds like it's going to be the next, like, Bloomhouse movie where it's like, the devil is my cock. But, um... Sorry, you, you, mean, just, you just cracked the plot of the sequel. I know. I go, <laughs> damn it. You no. didn't. You didn't. But so I'm just... Well, every time I've seen this movie, and again, I've seen it, like, nine times. I've seen yeah. it so many times because I can't get enough. But, um, so... Every time I've watched it, I've just been like, so they are bisexual friends? Eh. Like, whatever it is. It's okay, cool. It's, yeah. But so now, you know, the spell of Massimo's broken a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. it is a little bit weird that he kidnapped her and tried to force her to fall in yeah. love with him. But he's a little bit more sensitive. He made yeah. my bikini. But um, he loves me. But, you know, Olga's like a bad bitch. And she's like, hey, hey. Let's get a spa day. Spa day. The fourth montage of the movie. There are more montages than yeah. blowjobs, at least. Yeah. yeah. But um, so then uh, they start just, you know, they they go to the club. They're single ladies, and Martin shows back up. They're shopping. Bleh. Martin's back in the picture at the bar, right? Uh, yeah. And he follows her yeah. around. He's like, take me back, take me back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was a bad, I was a bad partner to you. Oh, jeez. And then Massimo, vampire again, 
is waiting in the locked hotel room in a chair for Laura. She's mad. She she fucking smacks him. He takes it as an opportunity to fucking just like go at it. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's one of my favorite shots in the movie because they're just like going at it in the hotel. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And so like they're like, number one, I looking down, I wouldn't be able to focus if I was getting it on again up against a window. Mm-hmm. But I like to think there's this one shot where like a, it's a drone shot and it goes up slowly and then slowly passes by their hotel room as they're doing it. And I like to think that wasn't the film crew, but it was like <laughs> Stanislav, the luckiest boy in Warsaw, who was just like, ooh, if I love my new drone so much, ooh, what's going on in here? Oh I hope she's not kidnapped. I could rescue her. But so they do it. And um, then Massimo, it's the last fuck scene. So uh-huh. it's like, oh, it's a bummer. Oh, man, it's oh, over. Man. But uh, no, it's not over. No. It should be. Not by a long shot. But so then it's kind of like, you know, the will you marry me? Mm-hmm. And it's the meet the parents stuff. There's mm-hmm. there's there's two more montages where Is she shops where they for shop? the... Okay. They right. shop for the one dress to, for her to wear to the wedding to mm-hmm. meet the parents, mm-hmm. which really is showy, trying to show oh, up the yeah. bride. Very, oh, yeah. very bad uh, social skills. And then, um, you know, it's like a meet the parents situation. During the wedding, or, or like during it, she becomes a real bridezilla. <laughs> she asks for like two things, and he's like, yeah, I guess. And it's like, man, she's asking for her. She's asking the world. A lot. But then, uh, you know, Olga agrees to come out and be the bridesmaid. And then it's really clumsy because it's the scene where she tells Olga that she's pregnant. <laughs> and it's like, what? And I always get excited at that scene because I know the movie is close to being over. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, wedding montage or, or the wedding dress montage happens. Mm-hmm. I will say I cry every time I see Laura in that wedding dress. She's been waiting for that day. For she so has. Long. She and has. then the dress shows off a lot too. And then, um, and I also want to say, keep in mind that at this point, I didn't know there were any sequels or anything. So Fair. at this point, they kind of are on a call, and it's like, "I love you." And then she drives into a tunnel, but like Mario had gotten a call where it's like, "They're going to kill Laura, Laura." But so she is like, "I love you." And they drive into a tunnel, and then Massimo sees that something is wrong, and the car doesn't come out of the tunnel. He drops to his knees, um, and then we see, like, police cars in front of it. And then he goes, Lara! No, he doesn't. I just love doing that. It's, I wish he did. I do, too. It would have, And then it just ended. So yeah. I, And also, this, again, was when I was still drinking. So I had had a couple. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how did that just end that way? But To be fair, I wasn't drinking. And I believe I texted you and went, what the fuck? <laughs> so, you know, um, there is a chapter two. It's already come out. And I haven't seen it. So we're going to end our part one on 365 Days. And next time, we're going to have a special guest, Mr. Jeff DeRico, as we dive deep into the sequel, 365 Days, This Day.
I want you to know that this movie's gonna blow. <laughs> they say a hero can save not gonna. But yeah. I mean, I love that fucking movie. Again, it's it, like, it cheered me up during the pandemic. That's fair. And, you know, I've seen it nine times. Watching it um, now and not having watched it during the pandemic, I was very upset that I had to watch this movie. <laughs> well, it still, it still had an effect on you because you did, have did watch the sequel pretty much immediately. I did watch the sequel See, directly afterwards. it's hypnotic when you're just watching two people fucking fuck on a boat <laughs> just all over the place it's on true. the Baccarat. But so thank you all for listening to us talk about dicks, butts, boobs, and sometimes vaginas. And uh, the oh. occasional, um, you know, Poland. Poland was in there. Poland was thrown. Lampedusia. Lampedusia. Um, and JFK. then JFK got shot in the fucking head. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Or hear from you next time. Whatever. Well, Whatever. you'll hear us next time. Have you seen the well-to-do up on Lenox Avenue? On that famous thoroughfare with their noses in the air. High hats and colored collars. White bats and $15, spending every dime for a wonderful time. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where Harlem sits, putting on the wrist. Bangle gowns upon the bevy of high browns from down the levee, all misfits, putting on the wrist. That's where each and every Lulu Bell goes Every Thursday evening with her swell bows Robbing elbows, come with me And we'll attend their jubilee And see them spend their last two bits Putting on the wrist